Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, okay. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. If this is your first episode. I'm excited that you're here for this one because this is like, hey, let's sit down and drink some coffee or if you like tea, your tea or whatever it is that you like to drink together. And let's talk about this because <laughs> it's a fun one. And if you are a longtime listener, you've listened to more than one episode, thank you for coming back. That means the world to me. But this is a fun episode. We are going to talk about um, whether or not life after decluttering is boring. And if people who declutter are boring, and this one is fun for me because I love to play around with you all inside of the motherhood simplified group and on Instagram and joke around with you all. And I, 
if you're not in the motherhood simplified group or following me on Instagram, come over there because I love to ask you guys questions like conversation starters, I think are so fun for us to get to know each other, but it's also really helpful for me to figure out like what it is that you guys struggle with decluttering and figure out better ways that I can help you. So I asked a question of like, what's an assumption that you make about people who have decluttered or people who say that they are a minimalist, right? So what's your assumption about a minimalist basically? And the, one of the top three things that came up for people is that they're boring, right? They are boring. And like, they have like no color, like no signs of life. And, um, that is not fun. And so that's my assumption is that minimalists don't have any fun. They're not creative. They are boring. And therefore, you know, I would like to declutter, but I also don't want to be a boring person. And so, (laughs) because that one came up so much, I did a follow-up question of like, so a lot of you think that if you declutter, you're not going to have any fun. You're not going to have anything pretty in your house. You're not going to have any creative outlets. Um, a lot of you guys think that, and do you think that I am boring, (laughs) right? Do you think that I am boring? Because obviously I have decluttered and I teach people how to declutter. And so I guess I'm assuming that you assume that I am boring. And of course it was just in good fun, but the conversation was fun because they're like, no, of course we don't think that. And the reason I'm not just like having like banter here and gossiping with you guys about, do you think I'm boring or not? But the reason that I wanted to ask you that is because a lot of times we make these assumptions, either knowing or not knowing whether they are true or not, but then we let them stop us from actually decluttering. And so I wanted to talk to you about the assumption that people who declutter or life after decluttering is boring and you're not going to be creative or have anything that brings you joy or pleasure. It's just going to be like, this is your life. Now you have nothing. Enjoy it. And the truth is that I am way more creative after decluttering my life before decluttering. And if you don't know, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory, but, um, my first career, I guess, basically I had a first career of being a teacher and I was a Montessori teacher for a little while. I owned my own preschool. It was really fun. And as a teacher, and especially as a mom, it's so easy to fall into the trap of like, you must be crafty. You must be crafty. You must have all the crafts to do. It's gotta be, you know, just Pinterest stuff galore, have all the things for collages, all the things for paint, all of the things for like handprints and making creations. And what ended up happening was that I had spaces. My school was about a thousand square feet. It was tiny, very cute, but it was packed. It was so full of craft supplies. Like the majority of the stuff that I had was craft supplies that we never used. And instead of being somebody who was crafty and creative with not only my own kids, but you know, the kids who I taught and cared for, instead of actually doing those things with them and being crafty and creative with them, I really just had a lot of crafts that I had to try and keep organized. That's what it ended up being. Like if I wanted to create something with them or let them have fun with something, it was a big ordeal to like pull the stuff out and sort through it and find what we wanted and find what we needed and then figure out what we were going to create. And it wasn't inspiring. It was overwhelming and it didn't allow me to actually create. And what happened for me after decluttering is that I was able to actually be creative in the ways that feel good to me. Um, I think there's 
some like somewhat stereotypical ways that we think that we're supposed to be, you know, crafty or creative as moms, which I think is funny anyway, because it's like the whole point of creativity is to be creative. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was able to actually dive in to my creativity and create things that felt good to me. I love to paint and that's about it. I used to think that I needed to try and knit and crochet and um, even make music or just all of these things that I didn't enjoy doing. I only like to paint. I really only like to paint. And I really only like to paint with one kind of paint and that's acrylic. Um, and I like to create like different textures with it. Like, anyway, that's not the point, but I really only, that's, that's what I like to do. And so once I was able to get rid of all of those crafts and supplies that I thought I should be using, I was able to actually consistently create the things that made me happy and made me feel good and gave me a really good outlet. And in addition to that, if I ever got the urge to like try a different kind of craft or a different kind of creativity, I could go get like a minimal amount of supplies and try it out and see if it was worth me investing in something long-term. So an example of that is that my daughter is this way, like she likes to sample all kinds of crafts. And I think that's when craft kits can be great is to sample something and see if it's something that you want to pursue. And if not, it's totally okay. You just do the craft kit the one time and let it go. Um, but sewing is one where we did a few different like sewing craft kits and it ended up being something that she did enjoy. Um, we got several of them to try different styles of sewing and ended up getting our sewing machine. And now we have that and it's a staple for us. And so if you can declutter all of, you know, the crafts that are in your way of actually being creative and crafty, you can make room for the ones that actually mean something to you. And you can have the space and the bandwidth to do things like try craft kits and see what you like or see what your kids like, because I have five kids. And so they all like different kinds of things. They do all like to paint. And I have one very, you know, ultra creative daughter who loves to paint and loves to decorate and loves to create with clay and different kinds of things. And we've been able to simplify the amount of crafts that we have so that we can actually use them and actually make it a creative experience instead of having a bunch of crafts that just are really overwhelming and nobody ever uses. So <laughs> if you think that decluttering makes you boring, I just want to let you know that it's not true. It gives you the space. Creativity needs space to grow. It needs space to breathe. Creativity is a process and decluttering gives you the bandwidth for that physically, mentally, emotionally. And it's very, very inspiring. Um, after, you know, in addition to painting, um, a lot of my creativity is now podcast creation. Like what you're listening to right now, this is a form of creativity for me. My business building is a form of creativity for me. Um, you know, because I'm writing posts and building a business, I'm literally creating something from scratch. My garden, you know, my inter my inside and or indoor and outdoor gardens, those are a form of creativity for me. My plants, my house plants, form of creativity for me. My fitness, form of creativity for me. My food is a form of creativity for me. And I'm sharing that with you because it has expanded my definition and capacity for creativity to move beyond just having crafts in my house. Um, I, I find creativity in everything around me. And I think that's beautiful. And I would love for all moms to have that, to 
see creativity and expression and beauty in everything that they do from the way that they cook their foods to the way that they move their bodies to the way that they have conversations with their kids and their families and then also get to actually create beautiful art on top of all of that um i think creativity and conversations is beautiful um maybe i'll do a second episode on that because i just thought of it as i was talking to you all here is like yeah like there's a ton of creativity in the conversations that i have with my kids and i think communication is a form of creativity and art in itself. So no, decluttering doesn't make you boring. It actually makes things very exciting, very creative. And I think that's worth it. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, tag me in your Instagram stories. Let me know where you're listening and let other people see it. I love to get to know you. I love to hear and see when you are listening to these episodes And it helps me grow this business so that it doesn't only benefit you and me, but it can start to benefit a lot of other moms who are just like us. So thank you so much for sharing this out and I will see you all in the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.